This is an RNZ podcast. The Greens displaying a united front at their annual conference today. But just outside, it was anything but. He conceded publicly that he gave concessions to the National Party without even getting the support for the bill. And to me, that's just a failure of political negotiation. Jack MacDonald, the former Greens candidate and top advisor, rebelling against James Shaw as he leaves those roles. That was TVNZ's Benedict Collins reporting on ructions at the Greens conference, or strictly speaking, outside the conference, last weekend. The Greens co-leader called that defection a distraction, and one news said it overshadowed the entire event. And Benedict Collins saw it this way. The Greens did their best to manage the media and try to control the message at this annual conference. And the attacks on James Shaw definitely were not part of that script. What they wanted people to be talking about was their announcement that they've done their homework and are now ready to start negotiating with the government on their rent-to-own scheme. But that wasn't the effort to control the media that Benedict Collins was talking about there. In an article in advance of the conference, the Otago Daily Times quoted the party leader James Shaw as saying this. These opportunities only come along once a year, and it's a chance to reconnect with our members, let them know about some of the work that they may not have heard of through the media, and to gear up for what's next. And that sounds very positive, except for that bit about the media not paying enough attention to the Greens' work. But the Greens actually kept the media at arm's length in Dunedin last weekend for fear, it turns out, of what they might make of the attending members. The issue was raised in advance by RNZ's Charlie Drever in the Focus on Politics show last week. Yeah, we, I mean, that was basically our experience. We had that kind of year after year, and in the end we just got sick of it because um, it, we don't feel that it... Um, particularly fairly reflected the actual kind of, you know, main body of our members and supporters who are just kind of regular Kiwis. So so next year we might have a few more events that we can attend. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So what was it that James Shaw was talking about there? Well, News Hub knew perfectly well. Shaw shut down the conference to media amid fears a Green Party caricature that harks back to Morris dancing could emerge. Political reporter Jenna Lynch has the story. And Jenna Lynch also had the Morris dancing. People, uh, caricature about us was that you know we could be seen as sort of unstable or um, uh, you know uh, kind of um, not not of the mainstream. Perhaps non-mainstream things like that now infamous Morris dancing at conference. Stereotype the Morris dancing. Or what, what, what? Yeah, I think that that image got played on television for about twenty years after the event, um, and we got fairly sick of it. What James Shaw was sick of specifically was the media looking for Morris dancers and fringe dwellers on the green scene showing up in the 6pm news. And he was backed up in that by his co-leader, Marama Davidson, on Three's News Hub Nation show the day before. So you do have your big party pants on and you are willing just to be open and transparent. Yeah, of course. I mean, we, you know, th- like I said, we've been running our AGMs this way for uh, many years now and there's been no change. So, right. I mean, it's been really... This, our conferences are really important for us to engage with our members. It's a priority for us. And also the majority of the uh, media agencies happen to be here. But media being there is not the same as being present when the members actually debate the issues, wearing their Green Party pants or not. And James Shaw's claim that the media were actively looking for flaky followers for cheap stories was not actually backed up. So are the media too keen to stereotype the Greens in this way still? And if they did, would it really undermine them? 
Well, the AM show didn't cover the Greens conference last Monday, but in chit-chat about public transport, host Mark Richardson called them untrustworthy weirdos, mostly, it seems, because of their support for cycleways. That's the same Mark Richardson, incidentally, who recently declared on the AM show that he'd like to be a National Party candidate in the next election. And while he was joking, sort of, he's definitely a big fan of John Key, even though John Key's first big announcement as Prime Minister was a national network of cycleways. But at the same time, over on TBNZ1, the breakfast show was being presented by a former Green candidate from the last election, Hayley Holt. Unfortunately for the Greens, the conference was overshadowed by dissent from within their ranks. Hayley Holt did briefly ask about that rent-to-own housing plan, but she didn't ask the co-leaders why they shut the media out of so many of their meetings in Dunedin last weekend. But to close the show last Monday, Breakfast brought in Pacifica activist Felicia Brown-Acton and broadcaster and pundit Mary Lambie, who between them weren't actually sure whether the media were banned or not. <laughs> We've been talking about this with, with enormous alacrity, actually, in the green room, and it's, um, I, I don't know if we came to a conclusion regarding the Greens, but I think hiding is not, not the answer. But you were actually setting me straight, bless you, that the media wasn't technically banned. No, and I think, um, to James Shaw's point, is he has been stating, and I found it quite interesting actually listening to every uh, journalist ask the exact question, and he's responded, well, nothing's changed. No one was banned. Everything's the same. Um, and no one's responded with anything other than OK. But clearly, Felicia Brown-Acton hadn't read RNZ's political editor Jane Patterson on the RNZ website last Monday. She said it was the most closed-down annual conference in recent memory for any political party. Only two speeches will be open to the media, along with a world cafe, speed dating for ideas, according to James Shaw. Even then, reporters have been told this is an off-the-record event, with no cameras or photos, and any members having to give explicit permission before being interviewed. And exploring that notion of stereotyping the Greens as hippies back on TBNZ Breakfast Show, Mary Lambie suddenly remembered she was talking to a former Green candidate. He's worried about the caricature stuff, mm. you know, the Jesus jandals in the middle of the Dunedin winter and, you know, who's, who in the media is going to hunt out the mung bean soup and all these sorts of things. And if he is trying to actually recreate the perception and the media, yeah, I'll double track, I'm looking at you just thinking, of course you stood for the Greens, didn't you? I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you thinking... That was a Mary Lambie wound up on Monday by saying it seemed to her the media did seem too keen to paint the Greens as either sooty or hippie. Maybe it's time for the media to pull its finger out, do you think, and to actually not sit with, with the, the caricature and hunt out reinforcement of the caricature of the wild sort of crystal dream catchery types, mm. but to actually find policy and to find change if, if it's there. But certainly it wasn't helped by the resignation of, of this Jack no. dude. Oh, cause, cause Jack McDonald. Yeah, so what's he saying? He's saying, oh, it's become too centralist. I still want to be at the extreme end. That's what he's saying. But while walkaway candidate Jack McDonald did say the party was too centrist, he never said he was extreme. Now the tensions are real between ecologically driven Green Party members and those pushing social justice issues. Likewise, among those who think the party's compromised too much now that they're in the government. Yet when the Greens held their get-together in the Hutt Valley back in 2014, stuff political correspondent at the time Andrea Vance said the Greens had become a thoroughly mainstream modern political machine. 
Once upon a time, Green Party conferences provided plenty of quirky material for journalists. Famously, there was the Morris dancing, there were always weird beards, occasionally sandals, but now the green machine is so slick, so corporate, the best I could come up with was an animal print mohair waistcoat. On her nine-to-noon weekly politics slot, Catherine Ryan lamented the Greens media shutout this year and harked back to her own days as a political editor in years gone by. I remember going to party conferences where you were allowed to go into all the remit discussions and some of them were bonkers. I mean, some of the remits that proposed. (laughs) But it was healthy and you saw a political party in action. You saw activists in action. You saw representatives not being managed, but fronting up to their party, and ideas were discussed, including in the media. But Catherine's guest from the left, lobbyist Neil Jones, spoke as one who'd actually tried to manage the media at Labour Party political conferences. In my experience, I, I, I know that I won't make any friends here in the media, but I don't think they have the maturity of understanding party structures. I remember Andrew Little, when he was leader, would have to answer whenever some member put up a remit for something crazy in the, in the regions. He'd have to shut it down and promise it wasn't going to be Labour Party policy and, you know, back down on proposals, and it was complete nonsense. All right, it's all our fault, I accept. <laughs> and Neil Jones was right there that questioning the media's maturity is not really the way to win their hearts and minds. Well, these days, the political party conference coverage focuses heavily on the leadership of the parties and whatever big policies they decide to roll out while they've got the media's attention. Or, as the Greens discovered this weekend, any disruption that's time to capitalise on that. But it's the one time that the party members have their say, and it's a pity not to hear more of them in the media. And now that the Green Party is part of the government, it's surely time to focus on what the members are thinking and saying, and not what they wear or how they dance.